What's up, Jimbo? 1,900 individual listens. That's what's up, motherfucker. No, no, dude, 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 dude. Over 1,900 individual listens. They stopped counting above uh, the, the 100 points once you hit 1,000, as I believe we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, but we, we could be exactly 1,900, technically. Uh, yeah, that that is certainly true. That's certainly true. But I I would posit that by tomorrow it will be over that. <clears throat> well, especially since at least one or both of us might just let it play on a loop, right? <laughs> pound through the evening, so to speak. <laughs> right, just trying to. We're we're gonna play. We're gonna uh, try a little uh, John Barron. Uh, game and try to like pump ourselves up by uh, making it seem bigger than this. Uh, yo, yo, yo! Check this out. So, so I've kept this from you, but I found out last night. Or, uh, as you may or may not recall, there was a gig that I was scheduled to play on New Year's that I did not participate in. Correct? Do you remember yes, this? I recall. I-, I recall. Okay. Well, we had re- rehearsal last night, and uh, one of the gentlemen in the band did not show up. And when he was texted about it, uh, he responded with um, documentation suggesting he had the Rona and mm-hmm. had it as of December 31st. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I don't feel that you, you might have something to say about that. Well, I – I, I, I'm, I'm not. There, there, it's funny because I hear, I hear the chuckle in your voice, and it is one of those. It's not funny, but I, I feel. I hope. I hope. In my heart of hearts, I hope the dude is all. I'm glad that uh, you did not attend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. He's, he's all right, and I'm merely chuckling um, as a result of your, your foresight. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and we don't know if he got it prior to that or got it contacted at the event. Right. You know, so there's two, you know, there's so many unknowns with this baloney. But yes, yes. <laughs> well, well, and who's to know that he didn't contract it before and would have possibly passed that on to, um, you know, one of your loved ones? Right. Well, right. Right. Exactly. You and then you to someone else. It's, you know, there's a, are you familiar with the, uh, the, the singer Tom Lear? Uh, no, I'm not. No, should I be? Oh, so, no. But I'm, I'm about to make you slightly more familiar. He was a he was a satirist from the like 50s and 60s. He's a piano player. He was a I think a Harvard uh, educated mathematician. Maybe even been a professor. He was in essence an early um, weird owl, if you will. He didn't okay. write write parody songs of other songs, but he wrote satirical, uh, social socially critical songs. And then perform them. Um, you know, like you know, the old dope peddler and uh, first we got the bomb, things like that. That would have it, it would have been funny in its time. But one of the ones was about social disease, and it goes it goes something to the effect of I got it from Agnes, she got it from Jim. We all agreed it must have been Louise who gave it to him, and on and on and on. And uh, that's how it works. That is, I I understand. That's the way um, many many diseases do work. Um, so, uh, what do on, 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 on lighter, on lighter notes. Right, right. On a lighter note, as I recall, um, last we spoke, we discussed, um, your potential for having seen the film Soul. Uh, have, yes. you, have you seen it since? Yes. 
but yes, I have. Okay, and I'm a little nervous. We haven't talked about it yet, but I had suggested it to my brother and sister-in-law, and they uh, they enjoyed it, but they didn't quite have the same rave reviews that I did. What, what was your feeling on it? It was sensational. I, I would watch it again. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, I mean, I thought it was it was gorgeous in terms of just uh, the way it was shot and the way it was animated. Um, Correct. He, you, you know who did the score, right? I do not. Oh, dude, Trent Reznor did the score from 1980. Oh, wait, I did, I did know that. I did know that. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought it was it was uh, gorgeous and meticulously done, um, and um, I loved it. And you <laughs> noticed that when they're in the, um, uh, uh, like, the purgatory sort of area, um, and the boat is running, they do subterranean homesick blues by, by Dylan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was- I had a moment where I wondered, like, wait, because I know he recently sold his catalog, if that was a result of that sale or it happened before that happened. Or, um, um, yeah. I remember thinking that. Also, a side note on Trent Reznor, um, I remember he hearing a, a, an NPR interview with him several, when I say several, five, six, whatever, it was years ago. And if, I think it was around the time that, um, what was uh, House of Cards was around mm-hmm. because he had he had scored that as well. I think he's been working with David Fincher quite a bit, uh, and he's been doing more more film score work rather than Nine Inch Nails sort of stuff. Right, and he he sort of had this big personal revelation that he was uh, that he revealed in that interview where he talked about. Um, you know, getting clean, no longer uh, using drugs. And I think he'd indicated, if my memory serves, that he had uh, gone through a bit of a depression and may or may not have been, at least at that time, um, taking, you know, taking meds to sort of overcome a, like a lifelong, you know, mental uh, mental illness with regarding to that. And it's really something to know that, you know, as we know Trent Reznor from head like a hole, right, to then this, uh, otherwise, sort of ethereal, angelic, heavenly music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. And when and when considering sort of some of the themes of the of the movie, it seems all all the more personal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. And um, one of the things I I don't mean to um, lead you too far in this conversation, but I I thought it, it was particularly what. Lead away. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about the hero's journey a couple episodes ago, and um, the thing that I thought was most remarkable about this film was that it was like a, a dual hero's journey, that, like, both characters played um, roles in their own awakening, so to speak. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and they, they required each other. To, to make that journey, and um, like I said, I, I was profoundly moved by it, and I think that it um, speaks to um, the just the human experience. And well, it, it's funny it because I, that's, I, that's, also, that's also the that's also a constant theme of any um, mentor protege type. Uh, well, it, it certainly is, but I can think of very few mentor protege um, type films or stories in which both characters play both roles. 
I'd have to I'd have to think about that. Yeah, um, and then, that, that, that's what I thought. I, I, think, I, know, I, I do think that does that does happen. That does happen whenever there's like an old uh, an old timer that helps out. You know what? You know, think about even like the movie. I, I don't even remember all the, the whole, all the very bits of it, but like Gran Torino with uh, 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 Clint Eastwood and, he, and his neighbor. You know, he's just this old crusty racist guy that ends up helping out his neighbor who he likes, and they're both they both changed as a relate as a result of having known each other and become the best people. I, it's, it's maybe not the best example, but it, it's fairly it's a fairly it. it Listen, I'm not I'm not downplaying your your observation. It's still it, because in this case, in the case of Soul, th- their transformation allows them life. So well, he, he, here's the the distinction that I'd make though is that in most other stories, it is true that the mentor may grow, but that growth is towards closure as opposed to rebirth. Whereas I think very, very um, specifically in this film, both characters are reborn and, um, ex- you know, move on to experience life anew as a result of this, as opposed to, say, an Obi-Wan Kenobi type who is changed by his experience, his interaction with, with Luke, and is, in fact, um, you know, uh, it creates closure with regard to his conflict with regard to to Darth Vader, but he doesn't obviously he obviously doesn't go on to do more things. You know, he's dead. I'm sorry to blow the you know 45 year old. Well, Spoiler. but but he he dies, but he is also reborn. And, but but he doesn't go on to um uh, to do more. Realistically, I mean, it is true that he does show up as like light to um, again encourage the growth of Luke Skywalker, but he, as a character, does not uh, change. He is not re- renewed to go on to greater things necessarily. That that, that I, I, we, I don't I don't know that. I we, we, we you know, but I I, I get your point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're splitting here. That's what naval gazing is, but. <laughs> we don't. We don't see. We don't. We don't see what happens with the teacher when he goes to up the, the golden escalator. We just assume, you know, he's in heaven now. Should be pretty good. That's, well, but, right? but no, he doesn't go to heaven. He goes back to earth. That's the whole crux of it. By his willingness to sacrifice, they decide that he gets to go back, and they say like, you know, watch your steps or whatever. Gotcha. Well, okay, fair enough. Okay. okay. You win. I'm so glad we're on the same same page about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of souls, um, I don't know where you are with regard to animals and their souls, but um, we've taken to experimenting with uh, Meatless Monday, and I know that you have some some history with with a little bit of vegetarianism. What's 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 your current meat status? <clears throat> uh, well. I guess I guess I remember reading this little um, euphemism since we're isming away in vegetarianism. I read this euphemism um, several years ago where they referred to a people engaging in flexitarian. Uh, Ooh, which is, which okay, is, nice, which is, nice. Which is kind of like saying, you know, meatless Monday, like I'm going to eat vegetarian once or twice a week. And um, <clears throat> lately, to be fair, for the last couple of years, I we've eaten more meat than. We ever really did before. Part of that is 
has to do with ultimately a lot of it's about convenience when you want variety. Right, um, right. In our, in our case, also, it's unless you're constantly eating tofu, it's a little easier to get toddlers to eat meat-based mm-hmm. dishes than it oh, is. Yeah. Right. Um, and so if we're cooking for ourselves, we're cooking for a cormic. But but yesterday I, I had a quinoa burger for dinner. So, yeah. I'm still the down. Quinoa. I'm still... quinoa burger. Okay. Yes. So I'm, I'm still down with the vegetarian uh, dishes. I when it's good and I quite enjoy it. And, and frankly, whenever we whenever we order um, any Asian food, whether that's Indian or Thai or whatever, we t- we tend to we tend to gravitate towards vegetarian meals. I'm I'm all for it. I feel frankly, I feel better when I eat vegetarian food on a on a semi regular basis. That being said, uh, you know, you love a good steak. But I'm I'm down if it only happens like a handful of times a year. <laughs> Do you know if that makes sense? Yeah, totally. I, well, yeah, yeah. I, I we are experimenting, like I said, with a little meatless Monday action, and we had like tomato soup and uh, grilled cheese last night, and that that was very very good. Um, uh, to the the tomato soup was great. But um, tomato soup is one of those things that um, making it from scratch. Canned? From scratch or canned? It was it was from scratch, or I, I guess it was from canned tomatoes, but canned tomatoes that were then um, you know uh, cooked with sautéed onions and garlic and um, chicken broth and sure, um, sure. you know. No, wait, uh, wait. Yeah, yeah. So wait. Oh, vegetables. Off. Sorry. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> I remember I worked in I worked in a restaurant uh once. Um it was it was and the it was a small a small joint in another city in another state and I'm not gonna name it just because I don't want any people to associate it with it. But I remember we had there were some vegan vegan patrons who were just having a few glasses of wine and they wanna know if there's any vegan dishes and um the owner said, "Oh yeah," and they you know, brought him out um, some French fries, some truffle French fries, and then you got to try the dip, and it was an aioli dip. And I and I is this vegan? Like it's totally vegan. And I didn't get involved, but I'm like, dude, uh, it's made with it's made with eggs and animal <laughs> fat. <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure the fries were fried in animal fat. I'm like, there's nothing vegetarian about this meal. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, so so uh, eggs. Does that count on Meatless Monday? <clears throat> I, dude, you set the rules. Does it, I mean, okay. it depends on. Yeah, I mean, is it Meatless Monday is not the same as uh, vegetarian is not the same as vegan, right? Right, right, right. Well, um, only because I got involved in a conversation about this, and um, eggs fall into the category of meat poultry, seafood, and eggs. And by definition, I would argue that that makes them not meat. But uh, a person known as Alexa <laughs> insisted that it was the same category. So I'm, I'm confused. You would argue that eggs, if you eat eggs, that's not vegetarian or it is vegetarian? I would argue that it is vegetarian. It is not meat. Hmm. 
you know, we could get into a whole uh, pro-life, pro-choice discussion just based on that alone. Cause I I prefer not to. <laughs> given given the option, right? But I'm but you get you get where I'm going with it, right? I I I I don't split hairs to that degree. Um, you know, because I because when I when I ate vegetarian for the handful of years that I did, I it wasn't done for um, religious or ethical reasons. It was just done. For, for health and it felt better. I felt better as a result of eating healthier food. Right, um, right, right. So I don't, I don't really get it. People grill about whether I don't really care. Pescatarian, vegetarian, whatever. But it's up to you. I, you know, I don't care. But if I, if someone were to, say, if someone were to, you know, make me commit, I think I'd have to go with it's not vegetarian. It's not vegetarian. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess if Alexa is with you, it's hard for me to be against you. Right. So Alexa agrees with me. Well, Alexa, like I said, puts it in the same category as meat, poultry, and seafood. Got and it. so, if it's in the same category, then it must, you know, as meat, it's hard to argue that it's not meat. I mean, it's pre-meat. <laughs> I've never heard that that prefix associated with meat. <laughs> and I guess I don't need to ask what post meat is. Is what you I don't have you don't have to ask what what is post meat. Po- oh. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that can fall into that category. I suppose. <laughs> So, so, some, some things could be arguably pre and post me. <laughs> so, so I mean, it, we, some people get salty. I don't know. So. Okay. Well, I I feel like um, we okay. So uh, we we're gonna agree. But I'm gonna jump back. I'm sorry. I'm all all scattered. Um, Soul, we we have a big thumbs up for both of us from this. Right. Yes. Okay. I, I we, we didn't really we didn't really navigate too much. We're just be think good or bad. I mean, you gave a little bit of a you, you gave a little bit of a non-spoiler um, <laughs> discussion of a theme, but I I, I didn't take notes, so that's good. Okay, well, but, to get back to Meatless Monday, do you have any beef with it? Do I have any beef with Meatless Monday? No, with Soul. Oh, oh no, God! I I I'd much rather I much rather the phrase "Do you have a beef with Meatless Monday?" To be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> What's what's your beef with Meatless Monday? That would be a great headline for. Well, I have no beef with it. With okay, so I guess we're going to talk Meatless Monday and beef. Um, I I don't have any beef with it. I'm not necessarily pro an arbitrary Meatless Day, and I don't know that I want to be associated with it. Let's say that. Um, like, like I'm the. I don't want to be given credit or blame for what's on the menu for Monday if it's meatless. But I, I, it's not like I crave meat necessarily. And I guess, I guess it's good for me to eat less meat. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I eat that much meat in the grand scheme of things in general. But I guess having to think about not eating meat must indicate that I eat more than I think. I, I would, I would say yes. If, 
if you if you've never if if you have to think what would I be do what what did I eat on this day or that day, I it, it's probably way more meat than you realize. And why 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 three whole meals in a row versus three meals in a week? It depends on your reasons. If those reasons are um, to try to reduce your carbon footprint, then no difference. If your reasons are health, I would argue that having an abstinence from meat for for at least 24 hours is better for your body than just skipping it for four hours. What if what if my reason is that a loved one is suggesting that we do such? Then then you should follow their lead. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Right, you know. I mean, so far, I would but, call it. But, but, but let's put it. But if what? But if your what is your loved one's reason? I I don't totally know. Then it doesn't really matter. Just follow the follow the lead. But but I but if you if you try to if you I I challenge you to make it two days. Even you can even do it two in a row if you, if you're really feeling frisky. And you, I think you'll start to if you so long as that so long as you're not supplementing with a lot more carbs like rice or pasta like that and you're actually legitimately eating a more plant-based vegetable food you're you'll you'll notice uh i if you're paying attention you should notice a difference in the way you feel okay well it is the weekly plan is a meatless monday and then a fish day and so um but again according to the criteria that we set forward i guess fish count as meat and so it should be a meatless two meatless days and a fish day according to you Fish is fine, man. I, I I also say fish is okay for the for the reasons of health. Your body, your body uh, digests. It's easier on the digestive system, and uh, if you're eating, depending on the kind of fish you're having, as long as you're having you know, like a like like a salmon type fish versus like a shrimp type fish, um, you're gonna get your omega oils. And you'll you'll feel you'll feel you'll notice the difference in how you feel. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, so so then to jump back again to uh, beef with soul, you have <laughs> not no the fish. What's that? I have no beef with it. Did um did Cormac watch it with you by any chance? No, no. We, we okay. decided it was ultimately too too much. You know, like the thematically, it was. I mean, I'm sure he would have been fine with it, but it's just mm-hmm. a little. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have sort of you know for for a two year old. You know they're they're gonna they're gonna want things that are for, okay. Here's here's a here's a here's a story for animation for you. It wasn't Pixar or as it is, and I'm run, you know running short on time. I, I gotta let you know, but I started watching Rango because it was on Netflix. Remember okay. That movie? Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And and it's, it's animated. Logic. Yeah. Yeah, it's animated, but it's really not. And, and but the manner in which the way that the action takes place. It's really not friendly to a toddler, right? In the same way, you know, like the Lilo and Stitches. Correct. Um, yeah, and not just because the themes are more adult, but uh, just just tonally, mm-hmm. um, and and even and even the way with the, the characters aren't there. There's there's longer shots in in mm-hmm. Lego versus in Lego uh, Lilo and Stitch or or Pets, where it's totally. every shot. The shots only last four or five seconds, and there's always something goofy happening to a to a character in those in the aforementioned movie. So even you know, Serango so is really an, animated for adults, I would argue. And I didn't yeah, realize I, that I, until, I totally until about six or seven minutes in. And so I'm sure the action would have played out fine 
for him. Um, I'm, not, I'm just not sure that all of it would have captured his attention, like when they're in, in the purgatory and such like that. So we just, we, we, it was an adult movie for us. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. Well, um, as you're running short on time, I, I need to get a um, viewing recommendation. I'm going to throw a couple out there. We'll see, we'll see what you think you and your, your, your lovely wife would uh, agree to. We, we've talked Mandalorian season two. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see it or if you think that um, yeah, the no, lady we, would be we, interested we're, in we're it. We're a couple episodes in. We're a couple of oh, episodes okay. in. Yeah, oh, we really? Can okay. Um, do you want to say now? I The bad news is I know the spoiler of the ending, even though I haven't seen it. Uh, do you want to talk I, first? I beg you, but we don't, I, I, it's fine. Okay. You, uh, do you want to talk first two episodes next time? Sure. And I'm also curious, I, I sent you a text about this, but I didn't hear back, but um, is there an album that you think that I don't like or from an artist that I don't like that I should listen to? Well, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I I don't like pushing that kind of stuff because everything's in a context. But based on the based on the text that you sent, and I'm going to pull it up and read it verbatim for our okay. uh, listeners. <laughs> For transparency purposes. Right, 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 right. Um, you said, for listening purposes, you should give me a Poison Death Leopard Kiss, etc. album to listen to during the podcast afterwards and determine best, worst song, etc. And so I'm not going to try to think too hard on like what album you base, you know, other than these ones. So I, I, I just went with, you know what? Death Leopard Hysteria. I know you don't like Death Leopard, but I think you should listen to that album. Death Leopard Hysteria, okay. Armageddon it. Right. Listen, listen to it, listen to it. You know, it's one of, you, you know, because the thing is you can't miss, don't listen to it like with a pen and paper, right? No, Just no. try to listen to it. Right. Well, uh, I'll do it dinner style like, like Frank Sinatra, only different. <laughs> I'm not sure if it'll lend itself well to me last Monday, to be honest. So, okay. uh, well. I don't know. I don't know if you could do it during dinner, but you could maybe like, I'll go, you know, go on a long drive with the windows down. What's that? You know, long drive with the windows down. Long drive with the windows down. A jog or a long walk would be perfect. If if only the great festival were happening sooner. If if only, right? right. If only. <laughs> okay. All right. So listen to that, and we'll you you can you can say what you did or did not like about it, and I'll tell you what you should have liked about it if you didn't. Okay. Well. It, so, so next Monday, Mandalorian Monday, and Death Leopard, baby. All right, all right. Till then, sign up. All right, dude. See ya.